0: What would your life look like if you felt competent in your body and in your health habits? We believe that competence is possible for all people. This is the free method podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of free method nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. As some of y'all may know, I have been supplementing some of Calder's feedings with Bobby over the past four months, and we have been loving it. One of the main reasons why we chose Bobby when we knew we were gonna add formula to Calder's Feeding is because of their high quality ingredients and simple recipe. As the only mom-led and founded infant formula company in the US with an organic European style recipe that meets all FDA standards, they continue to set the bar as the leading clean infant formula. And they recently have received the Clean Label Project Purity Award and pesticide-free certification. This is huge. And really what this means, the Clean Label Project, it evaluates products for substances that would never be found on the product label. So things like heavy metals, pesticide residues, and plasticizers. And the fact that Bobby received this award gives me the confidence as a parent and the peace of mind knowing that what Calder is getting and ultimately what's going into his body contains all the ingredients that his body needs and nothing that it doesn't. So if you're in need of a high quality formula to feed your baby, Bobby definitely has my stamp of approval. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E to order yours today and use promo code Dylan Murphy 10 so you can get 10% off. Okay. I feel like I say this at the beginning of probably almost every episode (laughs) that I record, but I'm so excited to talk about this topic that I'm going to be talking about today so this I feel like originated from my own just kind of journey with with figuring out um, Botox and how it connects with body image and if it does connect and, and all of that and so I decided to conduct a very scientific study over on Instagram, hence the sarcasm. <laughs> but I do feel like it was really helpful because um, like I said, over the last few months, I've just been thinking a lot about the connection between Botox and body image. And so I figured that I would ask my community over on Instagram just to kind of hear hear from y'all, hear what y'all had to say. Now, I said this on Instagram, but I just want to say it again, especially if you're not following me on Instagram and maybe you didn't see see these stories, but I hope that you hear this. Like I am not anti-Botox in any way, shape, or form. What I am anti is doing anything. If the root reason, the main reason you're doing it is because you think you'll be more loved, more valued, et cetera, because that shows us there's probably some deeper like inner work, body image healing that needs to happen. And honestly, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I've been thinking about getting it myself just to get some extra love for these like tired eyes. <laughs> but I wanted to really dig into what was motivating me to want to get it. And I, I haven't had Botox yet ever, um, but it, like I said, it's something I've been thinking about, but I mean, one of the things being the financial investment, but also just before I make some sort of decision like that. I just really wanted to see like, okay, what is driving me to want to get this? What is my ultimate motivator? Different providers, different people you talk to may have, and not providers in the sense of like people who do Botox, but I guess more so providers in this like body image, intuitive eating space may have different opinions. For me, I view Botox very similarly to coloring your hair. So let's say you have brown hair but you like how your hair looks blonde. So you get your hair dyed blonde every you know so often. Um, or your hair is blonde. So obviously you continue to dye it or get highlights, that sort of thing. If you can't tell I've never colored my hair. <laughs> not I feel like I don't even need to get down this tangent, but just for people listening, not because I'm anti-coloring hair. I just happen to like the color of my hair. <laughs> anyway, back to the topic of coloring your hair. So there's zero problem, like I said, with cutting your hair. And I would also venture to say, it's even okay if you say, hey, I feel more confident with blonde hair. I just, I like how my hair looks when it's blonde. That is fine. Totally fine. Where the issue may lie is if you realize, okay, if my hair is brown or if my roots go out, I'm not going to leave the house or I need to wear a hat, or I need to like book an emergency appointment to get my hair colored. That's again, where we would see like, okay, there's probably more that we need to dig up here because it feels like your hair color is playing a really big role in how you feel in your body. Um, and, and that's something, you know, we don't want your image, your body image, how you perceive your own body to be impacted by the color of your hair in this example, or by, you know, the wrinkles on your face or whether or not you're wearing makeup. So I want to take a look at the results that I got on Instagram. And I, if you're listening and you like gave any responses, I'm so thankful for the responses you gave. Cause it just really helped as I was like working through this and um, kind of doing some of my own research. So We had over 200 responses. And here are the three questions that I asked. If you get Botox, does your mom also get Botox? The second question was, do you think social media impacts your desire to have or to get Botox? So that could be someone who does get Botox or someone who doesn't. Do you think social media plays a role? And then third, how is your mom's body image? So the first one if you get Botox, does your mom? 84% people said no, that their mom doesn't get Botox. 16% said yes. Now I'll be honest. I was expecting this answer to be very different. Because originally what kind of even just like sparked this whole like journey for me and digging into like Botox and body image was I was like, huh, I bet there's a correlation between people who get Botox and whether or not their mom does, just because we know there's such a correlation between a mom's body image and then her, her child's body image. But the more I think about these results, the more I think about 84 people saying, they get Botox but their mom doesn't, the more it makes sense. So from this, we're seeing people aren't necessarily choosing to get Botox based on whether or not their mom does or did or ever has more. So there's such a wide variety of reasons that may lead someone. I put up a question box when I was doing this very scientific research on Instagram and I got so many responses. I wish I could read every single one of them, but it'd be a very long podcast episode, but here's some of the common responses. A lot of them just kind of followed similar trains of thought. So Prevention was something I saw a lot. Um, it's free. I want it, which these people, I'm like, what? Are you just the type of person that always wins, you know, these giveaways and stuff? I'm like, how do you, how do you win? But I don't get it, but good for you. So, want it. It's free to get rid of forehead lines, crow's feet, the 11 lines to feel more confident. I want it. Honestly, that was probably one of my favorite responses because it was just like, you know, I just want to get it that just, it is what it is. I want to get it, um, to have fresher, smoother skin. So a lot of answers kind of fell in those categories. And like I mentioned, there is nothing wrong with any of those reasons, nothing at all, literally no problem at all. But like I've said, it really boils down to if you find your ultimate worth and fulfillment in how your face looks, if it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to get a boyfriend if I have these wrinkles. Or if I don't get rid of these crow's feet, like what are people gonna think about me? Are they gonna judge me? Are they gonna have this? or they gonna that? I think that's where, like I said, it shows there's so much more with your body image that we need to dig into. Now, what I am curious is does social media have an impact on someone's desire to get Botox? Because with social media, we're seeing people. I mean, all day, every day, we're seeing their faces, we're seeing them get ready, we're seeing them pictures all over our feed on display. And these aren't just, you know, printed out pictures that you're seeing in an album or you're seeing framed at a friend's house. These are like close up real time, often like covered in, in filters images that we're just constantly consuming so this leads to my second question. Do you think social media has an impact on your desire to get or just have talks? So again, whether you do get it or not, do you think social media plays a role in the, the desire that you may have? 46% said yes. 26% said maybe. And then 28% said no. Now, I am pretty convinced if i were to sit down with every single person who voted maybe or no and really had a conversation about this like really dug into like okay let's talk about this like does social media have any impact at all i'm fairly convinced their answer would at least change to maybe if not yes but we're going to go off what the research says but i will say i just i'm I'm really convinced if I were able to like talk to each of those people, there might be very few people who say no. Just because, I mean, just in the conversations I have with clients day in and out, social media is always brought up in relation to body image. So I just, I think it has a better, bigger impact than 46% saying yes, but we're going to go off of this so i mean and i can i mean i can use myself as an example like i can tell you with absolute certainty that social media has impacted my own desire i mean i see people with botox so much more i didn't have social media until college and i mean obviously i've also aged some since college but i'm only 30 But I mean, I just wasn't like seeing people's faces all the time to think like, oh my gosh, I wonder how her forehead looks so smooth and like, wow, like her, like you're just like looking at people's faces so much more and hello filters that just like smooth and make your face look absolutely flawless when no one's face looks like that, unless you have on like loads of makeup and, and lots of work done. Because also, I mean, gosh, I feel like social media impacts like the furniture I buy for my house because I'm like, oh my gosh, my house doesn't look trendy enough. Do I need to get this new couch or or causes me to compare myself as a mom? Like, I feel like social media can impact so much of what we do. And it's not to say like, gosh, I could do a whole nother podcast episode about this. It's not to say social media is bad, but I think it's something we can just be mindful of, of like, okay, is this decision I'm making, this purchase I'm making, this thought, this behavior, is this being impacted by what I'm consuming on social media? And is there anything I need to change as a result of that? And like I said, with, with filters, I mean, we have filters that are called like subtle, like that's literally the name of a filter on Instagram. And when I put that one on my face, it's like, huh, that's interesting because this is not subtle, but if that's what Instagram's telling me is subtle, it's like, huh interesting. Like this definitely like smooths out my face. It makes it look like I have makeup. Suddenly I don't look like a tired mom. And I think where this conversation can be so interconnected with body image is we are constantly throwing these images of what the ideal body, the quote unquote ideal body is a lot of which we see on Instagram and TikTok. There's a super interesting video that I share within the course. We have the body image, um, body confidence playbook. There's a super interesting video I found that details how just the ideal body has changed over like the centuries. We're not just talking like since the fifties, like we're talking like centuries and centuries. And it's fascinating how the ideal body has changed. And I think what I see, I mean, I see this in conversations all the time with clients, but we see these like ideal bodies on Instagram, quote unquote, ideal. It's like, oh, well, she has so many followers probably because she looks like that. Or like, she's getting all these like paid partnerships. Like it must be because of how she looks or, um, you know, oh, well, she's getting the job, whatever the reasons may be. We're seeing these like quote unquote, ideal bodies put onto a, onto a pedestal. And we get that some, some of which from Instagram, TikTok, social media platforms. Now, obviously there's so many other things out there that impact our body image, but I think so- social media is absolutely one of those. And I think a, a caveat off of that, or maybe a layer off of that would be Botox, like your desire to get Botox, your desire to you know, buy certain makeup, buy certain furniture for your house, like I mentioned. Now, if we dig into body image at its core, we know a mom's body image can have an impact on her child's body image. In other words, how a mom perceives her own body can impact how her child perceives their body. Research has shown us that feelings, attitudes, conversations that parents have about their own body image and weight can so strongly influence their child's feeling about their own body and self-esteem. So initially I asked this third question because I thought there was more of a correlation between Botox and whether your own mom got it or not. I talked about how that changed and how now I like totally get it. It's like, oh, okay, actually that makes so much sense. But I still think this question is helpful regarding the topic of just Botox and body image in general. So the question I asked was, how would you rate your mom's body image? And the three options I gave were healthy, neutral, and negative. And these answers did not surprise me. So healthy, neutral, negative. 9% of people said their mom has a healthy body image. 25% of people said their mom has a neutral body image. And 66% said their mom has a negative body image. 66%. And I, I mean, I, I, Absolutely believe that to be true. Because again, referencing clients, conversations I have with friends, with prospects, with people on Instagram, your mom's body image plays such a huge role in your own personal body image and just the behaviors that you make around or surrounding your bodies, diet, exercise, all of that sort of stuff. And children learn by listening and watching. So if parents are negative about their own bodies, Children learn that bodies are to be disliked. If you grow up hearing your mom talking about the latest diet she's on, complaining about how her stomach looks, you're going to learn, you're going to make that connection. You're literally building neural pathways that are like, oh, something's wrong with my body. Something's wrong with my body. Bodies need to be fixed. Bodies need to be fixed. By copying their parents, children become dissatisfied with their own body or and or really they get concerned about gaining weight, they get preoccupied with their appearance, which that then kind of leads into that topic of body image and Botox of um, okay, is this desire for Botox stemming from a deeper place? And I think that last question really leaves us with some food for thought. So how does your mom's body image impact your body image? So even maybe thinking about this question twofold, how did your mom's body image impact your body image when you were growing up, when you were living under the same roof as your mom? And then how does your mom's body image impact you now? Things that you were taught growing up slash just now, how does it impact you? then what are behaviors you may take that root out of that negative body image? Do you find yourself chronic dieting, exercising, spending too much time in the mirror? What are are behaviors you're taking? And then when it comes to Botox and body image, is Botox something that falls into the same category as coloring your hair? Or does it have a stronger role in your body image? Is it a behavior that roots out of negative body image? If so, it might be worth exploring further. And like I mentioned, I mean, I read it and one of the responses, so many responses I saw talked about how, it how getting Botox makes someone feel more confident and that's fine. I mean, I think that's the same with like, okay, having your hair colored a way that you like, or skin curling your hair, straightening your hair, wearing makeup, maybe make you feel more confident, that's fine. But it's like, is your ultimate confidence value worth stemming from that? Or will you leave the house without makeup on? Will you leave the house without your hair done? If, let's say this might be like a, dramatic example, but like if you had like some emergency things come up with your finances and you really couldn't financially afford to get Botox for, you know, a few months or something, or I don't know how frequently people get Botox, but if you weren't able to afford it, if you had to like skip a time or or maybe delay it a few months, would you be able to do it? Or would that feel like, oh my gosh, no, like I I have to get it. Like I'm just I'm gonna have have to use my credit card and, and and you know Overdraft or whatever. Like, I think those kind of situations, just kind of thinking through those scenarios can really help you get to the root of it. Now, if you are ready to explore your body image more, our course that I mentioned earlier, Body Confidence Playbook, might be a great place for you to start. So, Body Confidence Playbook is a body image course that teaches you practical tools to improve your body image so you can feel confident in your own body. The real value there is you can have clarity in these decisions and behaviors, such as getting Botox, whether it is stemming from a body negative or body confidence place, because ultimately confidence in your body is what you want, right? So if that sounds like something that interests you, I'd highly encourage you to head to freemethodnutrition.com slash course to sign up today. This is a course that we have. It's go at your own pace. And we've heard amazing feedback from this, how this is helping people just even start the journey of exploring your body image. You know, this can be a great place if you're not quite ready to make the leap in like our group or one-on-one coaching, but you just want to kind of like dip your toes in this journey. I highly recommend you checking that out So thanks again for listening to today's episode. Thanks for those of you who did send me messages and and engage in this scientific research study that I did on Instagram. Um, I know this is a conversation that we'll continue to have. I'm in the process of getting some guests on the show to talk about this. Um, So if you enjoyed this conversation, please DM me, let me know your thoughts. It really, really helps as I'm just kind of diving into more topics for the show. So I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom, share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals, head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.